Morning prayer on the 22nd of January. The church remembers, remembers Vincent of Saragossa, the first martyr of Spain, who died in 304. It's the fifth day of the week of prayer for Christian unity. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. Your light springs up for the righteous, and all the peoples have seen your glory. Blessed are you, sovereign God, King of the nations. To you be praise and glory for ever. From the rising of the sun to its setting, your name is proclaimed in all the world. As the sun of righteousness dawns in our hearts, anoint our lips with the seal of your spirit, that we may witness to your gospel and sing your praise in all the earth. Blessed be God, Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Blessed be God for ever. The night has passed. And the day lies open before us. Let us pray with one heart and mind. As we rejoice in the gift of this new day, so may the light of your presence, O God, set our hearts on fire with love for you, now and for ever. Amen. Psalm 27. The refrain is, The Lord is my light and my salvation. The Lord is my light and my salvation. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom then shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom then shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even my enemies and my foes, came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Though a host encamp against me, my heart shall not be afraid. And though there rise up war against me, yet will I put my trust in him. One thing have I asked of the Lord, and that alone I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the fair beauty of the Lord, and to seek his will in his temple. For in the day of trouble he shall hide me in his shelter. In the secret place of his dwelling shall he hide me, and set me high upon a rock. And now shall he lift up my head, above my enemies round about me. Therefore will I offer in his dwelling an oblation with great gladness. I will sing and make music to the Lord. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Hear my voice, O Lord, when I call. Have mercy upon me and answer me. My heart tells of your word, seek my face. Your face, Lord, will I seek. Hide not your face from me, nor cast your servant away in displeasure. You have been my helper. Leave me not, neither forsake me, O God of my salvation. Though my father and my mother forsake me, the Lord will take me up. Teach me your way, O Lord. Lead me on a level path because of those who lie in wait for me. Deliver me not into the will of my adversaries, for false witnesses have risen up against me and those who breathe out violence. I believe that I shall see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord, be strong, and he shall comfort your heart. Wait patiently for the Lord. The Lord is my light and my salvation. God, our light and our salvation, illuminate our lives that we may see your goodness in the land of the living. And looking on your beauty may be changed into the likeness of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.
poem in response to Psalm 27 by Malcolm Guite, taken from his book, David's Crown. Oh, let me see with his eyes from now on, whose gaze on beauty makes it beautiful, who looks us into love and looks upon his whole creation with a merciful and loving eye. My heart has said of him, seek out his face. I've sensed his bountiful presence shimmering behind the dim veil of things. That presence calls to me, calls me to tremble at the brink and rim of lived experience, and then to free myself of fear, to trust him, and to dive right off that brink into his mystery, into that deep and holy sea of love in which the living worlds all float and swim, to dare each moment's death that I might live. A reading from the book of the prophet Hosea, chapter 1, beginning at verse 1. The word of the Lord that came to Hosea, son of Be'eri, in the days of King Uzziah, Jotham, Ahaz, and Hezekiah, king of Judah, and in the days of Je King Jeroboam, son of Joash, of Israel. When the Lord first spoke through Hosea, the Lord said to Hosea, Go, take for yourself a wife of Horden, and have children of Horden, for the land commits great Horden by forsaking the Lord. So he went and took Gomer, daughter of Dibleim, and she conceived and bore him a son. And the Lord said to him, Name him Jezreel, for in a little while I will punish the house of Jehu for the blood of Jezreel, and I will put an end to the kingdom of the house of Israel. On that day I will break the bow of Israel in the valley of Jezreel. She conceived again and bore a daughter. Then the Lord said to him, Name her lo Ruhahama. For I will no longer have pity on the house of Israel, or forgive them. But I will have pity on the house of Judah, and I will save them by the Lord the, their God. I will not save them by bow, or by sword, or by war, or by horses, or by horsemen. When she had weaned Loruhama, she conceived and bore a son. Then the Lord said, Name him Lo-Ami, for you are not my people, and, not, and I am not your God. Yet the number of the people of Israel shall be like the sand of the sea, which can be neither measured nor numbered. And in the place where it was said to them, You are not my people, it shall be said to them, Children of the living God. The people of Judah and the people of Israel shall be gathered together, and they shall appoint for themselves one head, and they shall take possession of the land, for great shall be the day of Jezreel. Say to your brother Ami, and to your sister Ruhama. Reflection on the first chapter of Hosea by Meg Warner, taken from Reflections for Daily Prayer. Take for yourself a wife of Hordon. Hosea is another 8th century prophet like Amos. And like Amos, Hosea probably did his prophetic work in the northern kingdom, of which, unlike Amos, he was a native. If Amos's message was unpalatable to the people of the northern kingdom, then Hosea's message, message, and especially the first few chapters of the book, 
is unpalatable to many Christians today. Hosea begins with an extended elaborate marriage metaphor in which a chronically unfaithful woman represents the nation of Israel, God's own chronically unfaithful spouse. A significant part of the problem for today's readers, and women especially, is that God arguably sets up the whoring woman Goma to fail. God does, not, does this to make Hosea's prophecy more potent. This problematic portrait of a God who uses people for inscrutable purposes <clears throat> is not unlike the portrait in 2 Samuel chapter 24, in which God instructs David to carry out a census, only to punish the people once David does so. Or in the book of Job, in which God puts Job's fate into the hands of Satan. Here in Hosea, the problem of God's character and relationship with evil is compounded by a utilitarian, even abusive portrayal of the principal female character and of her children. At the same time, for many Christians, the book of Hosea speaks movingly and uniquely of God's faithfulness and fidelity, even in the face of the struggling and failures of God's people. face of God's mystery. Let us respond in faith. O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Let the whole earth tremble before him. Tell it out among the nations that the Lord is king. O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Tell out his salvation from day to day. Let the whole earth tremble before him. Declare his glory among the nations and his wonders among all peoples. O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Let the whole earth tremble before him. The Benedictus begins and ends with the refrain, This is the Christ, the chosen of God, the one who will bring healing to the nations. This is the Christ, the chosen of God, the one who will bring healing to the nations. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, who has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Saviour, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, God promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all that hate us, to show mercy to our ancestors and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath God swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, <coughs> to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of all their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness in the shadow of death and guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be for ever. Amen. This is the Christ, the Chosen of God, the one who will bring healing to the nations.
Let us pray. reflect on the reading and the reflection Meg Warner gave on it. We pray for all vulnerable women. All those whose children are rejected along with them. All those through, who through vulnerability work in the sex trade. In this and every country of the world. We pray for the day when they will discover themselves taken, taken to God's heart, loved, accepted and established in love. And we pray with thanksgiving for all those who reach out to help this to happen. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. We continue to pray in the midst of this coronavirus for all who are suffering from COVID-19. Those who are suffering at home, those who are anxiously monitoring their symptoms, and the people they love, anxious with them, and for them and for themselves. We pray for those in hospital, in different stages and phases of treatment, those who are conscious and anxious about all they see around them in hospital, those who are in an induced coma and on breathing machines. those who are in recovery, and those in many parts of the world for whom intense hospital treatment is not available. We pray for those who have returned home treatment, those who are suffering from long after effects of the virus. Those who fear these after effects may be permanent. We pray for all medical staff and 
especially for therapists of various kinds, helping people to recover, to build up strength, to recover abilities. We thank you for them. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We continue to pray for all in government in every part of the world. Those who are in government with a good will and those whose will is corrupted and turn government and power to their own advantage. continue to pray for the new United States administration and for its establishment in ways of wisdom, justice and discernment and clarity in the many difficult decisions its members have to face and particularly we pray for President Biden. We pray for diplomats around the world, for those in the United Nations, for those who are genuinely working to create peace where there is conflict. For your blessing to be upon them. And we pray for the conversion of heart of those who use power just for their own ends. We pray for all who are political prisoners. We pray for political prisoners in Iran. Including those of joint citizenship. We pray for Navalny in Russia and for all who have been taken, hidden, tortured for political reasons by governments or by groups, armed groups. We pray for the work of Amnesty International and its many volunteers in seeking release and justice for prisoners of conscience. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We offer ourselves to God today. Whatever we expect to do, whatever may become part of our day unexpectedly, We may forget God, may he not forget us, may his grace be with us. His Holy Spirit, surprise us, awaken us, enlighten us. May he help us to pray for the things that need praying for. And we pray for those around us, you know, as we live with or are in contact with frequently our families 
for friends. And for a moment we remember any particular troubles that any of them face. Almighty God, in Christ you make all things new. Transform the poverty of our nature by the riches of your grace. And in the renewal of our lives, make known your heavenly glory. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Believing the promises of God, as our Saviour taught us, so we pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. May Christ, who sends us to the nations, give us the power of his Spirit. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Amen.